My name is Aram Vartian. I am the Dungeon Master for God's Fall, and welcome back for episode 17, Turning the Tables. We hope you enjoyed the second part of our God's Fall history series last week, though we bet you're eager to get back to our actual play sessions. But before we do, we have another shout out to Battle Bards. Battle Bards produces amazing soundscapes for all of your tabletop RPG needs and have generously lent us their entire sound catalog for use in God's Fall. They have animal attacks. Trap sound effects. Spell sound effects. Orcs, elves, and other languages. Even random scripts to breathe some life into your NPCs. Our motto here is, if you died whilst wearing one of these armors, you deserved it. So if you want your game to sound like God's Fall does, check out BattleBards.com. Also, we have a bit of a podcast emergency, and we really need your help. Due to a series of scheduling conflicts, I have just about run out of material for the show. We are trying to get the group together soon and play some more, but in order for us not to miss a week of podcasting, we're going to have to produce a mailbag episode. If you have any questions about God's Fall, about the future of the podcast, about any of us, literally anything at all you want to ask... This is the time. Go to godsfall.com and leave us your question or email us at godsfalldc at gmail.com. Or if you want to be really awesome, record yourself asking the question and send us the audio file so we can directly edit you into the podcast. Speaking of questions, we did an interview with Rollcasters this week where we talked about God's Fall and custom campaigns versus pre-written adventures. You can check that out at rollcasters.net and we'll post links to the episode on godsfall.com. So with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. My name is Doug, and I play Doro Knot, the level three halfling rogue. Hi, I'm Kay, and I am playing Phryne Tinueth, the high elf bard third level. Hi, I'm Steven, I play Torvik Wildtongue, the level three dwarf paladin. Hi, I'm Michael, I play Zion Preeton, a level three sorcerer human. And my name is Aram Vartian, and I am the Dungeon Master for God's Fall, a custom 5th edition Dungeon & Dragons campaign in Washington, D.C. Last week, Doro helped Torvik channel his divinity as the pair accidentally summoned a massive dragon turtle in the middle of Anis Inner Harbor. I think in this situation, it's time for you to really flex some of your power. I want the biggest commotion that you can cause with whatever you are now. You both are slammed to the ground as this force drags you towards the harbor. The air is knocked from your lungs and black stars flicker on the edges of your vision. A 60 foot long dragon turtle erupts to the surface, raining thousands of gallons of water down all around it. It rears back and lets out an almighty roar that echoes across the harbor. While Zion and Para waited to be judged by Anise Council and confessed their feelings. I love you. And he just kind of looks at you and he's confused for a second. And then he smiles and he reaches, and he, like he tries to reach in further through the bars, but he can't, he just can't get his hands in further. But he's like, I love you too. Later, Zion gave testimony on his and the party's behalf, pledging their loyalty to Ani. Magic is re-entering the world and it is doing so through us. Conduits 
for this magic, are you? We are adolescents. But you have brought great power into the city. Unknowingly, unannounced. You have made several attempts to hide it. You continue to try and hide it now. Are any of these things untrue? I'm only trying to protect your daughter. Oh, As the two stood trial, Phryne gracefully maneuvered her way through a surprise arranged royal wedding. I now pronounce you wife and wife. Rice and flowers and... I'm just gonna lay one on her. Very nice. Okay, so one hand up, one hand down each, yeah. basically to the camera, right? You know? <laughs> Perfect. All right, excellent. And the party begins. Doro and Torvik tried their best to calm the monster they had beckoned. So, what do you say to the turtle? Oh, great turtle thing! Wisdom. Hello! Wisdom. No, charisma. I'm sorry. Hello! as Zion and Para were abducted during the resulting chaos. Marched into the back and straight past your cells. You are marched out the back and thrown into a carriage that was not the same carriage that brought you here, nor are there royal guards on it. And the new queen had a frightening vision. You feel like you were just pulled into that world instantly. No, draw this time. You're suddenly not where you are. Well, like and Exactly, yeah. So it's that purple-pink haze around the side, but it's instantaneous. You blink your eyes, and suddenly you are seated atop of that huge stone tower. You're looking out across all of the waste. It's clearly present day this time, not in the past like it was before. And you're looking out over all of the waste, and you turn and cut in the center of that massive arced tower is a flat platform. And on that platform is that same ringed structure. There's basically a crypt, and there were two hands holding up, and there was a black ring in the center of it. There is no ring. There are no people that were there before. There are just four black smudges where people may have been. Like if you've seen when a nuke goes off and it leaves a, a person burned, that is what is facing in four locations out from the center of it. On the northern end, you see the god king withered and frail and slumped over it as his dead eyes rise to meet yours. Presumably I'm going to be a bit drained from that experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, you feel completely exhausted all of a sudden. I, I ring for a servant. Servant is there. Whatever the um, Aeneian equivalent of a... Pick me up. Oh, what kind of root? What kind of, like, what would be F speed? Root. No. <laughs> no. Rabbit root. Rabbit root. Excellent. There is a rabbit root. And it, One would think that would be more of a uh, uh, sexual uh, yeah, uh, aphrodisiac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's an off label. Maybe it's a little bit of both. <laughs> maybe it actually works, you know Maybe that's why you knew what it was. <laughs> 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 uh, so there is rabbit root, nut, and it's called rabbit root because it forms kind of the rabbit ears in the shape of the root, and you can just chew on a little bit of that, and that'll pick you right up. All right, well, chew away. Excellent. Um, for the next, actually, roll me a constitution. A one. Super jittery. So I want you to roll at disadvantage. Um so rolling disadvantage that means I roll two. Correct, and you pick the lowest. Uh a one. Okay. You try to depart calm, but you're pretty wired and you end up just departing wired. So now she's wired. 
And she's like, okay, we have to do something. We can't, we can't just leave your friends out there. Come on, come on. And she grabs your hand and she leads you towards the back of the room. And there's like some curtains that she pulls aside and she reaches into like a hole and you're a click. A stone door rolls out of the way. She's like, come on. And she leads you into a passageway. So you guys had just hit the water and you had drug him out of two of the surface coughing and sputtering. And healed me. Because now I'm back to the way. And boom, you are awake. You awake and you kind of roll your head around. You see that you're in the water. There's a dragon turtle over you moving this way now. And there's bodies in the water that all look like shrimp, basically, because they're all pink and boiled. We got to get back on that turtle. We got to try it one more time. Find some kinko mints. <laughs> wow. Um, Okay, you said we gotta get back on the turtle. We gotta what? Yeah, try it one more time. Okay, so I just grab him to try it again. 23. Okay, you guys pop and you're kind of in that lip. So where the shell comes back over, there's now like a little fleshy area. You were further up so on So I can the... touch his skin. Yeah, okay. you're right in the fleshy area and you're kind of protected there. You can grab onto the shell and it's much easier to maintain your balance than when you were before. I'm gonna try something. I just wanna like lay flat, like, I can't take, I want to take off my, you know, any gloves or anything sure. just to get as much skin contact. And I just want to lay on the turtle and basically give him a hug. All right. And just try to convey, you know, we're here, we're not here to harm you. We don't want you to harm these people. Okay. You know. Roll me a charisma. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. That's going to be enough. So you see Torvik kind of lay down on the neck of this um, thing. His eyes flutter into the back of his head. And what are you doing? Whoa, they roll back, and I, you may not have seen this before, but they're yellow cats up. As Torvik is ripping off his gloves and opening up his armor and pressing himself flat against the neck of this dragon turtle, the fang of Ova that's on the chain around his neck presses against his flesh and the dragon turtles at once. His eyes roll back, flare, and turn those yellow cat's eyes you first saw at Steelbeard's Grove. A few thin vines snake their way out of Torvik's chin and in and around his beard as the veins beneath his skin glow and pulsate a bright green. As Torvik lifts his head to look at you, Doro, the creature simply stops, dead in its tracks. Why am I here? Who are you? And he goes, I am Utrak Norlak Koznak Turtle. <laughs> oh, you're doing so good. Koznak Tarlak Turtle. Turtle. <laughs> well, Tarlak. The, the truth of the matter is, me and my. And I point to the Torvik Turtle. Pause for one second. Okay, a bolt flies in between both of you and sails across and smashes into a shell and shatters the shell. He seems completely unhurt by it. He looks over at it and he's like, why are they attacking me? Because they've never seen something like you before and you're far larger than them. It's intimidation. I want my kill. And he looks down and he starts to bend down as his jaws clamp around the neck of this creature that he has basically severed in half. You can absolutely have that. I want, I want to leave. I can help you leave. Let me maneuver this into a professional he skill. He rolled a two, so okay. unless you roll a one, 
He's is gonna it, believe you. Right? Is this deception? Nine. It's good enough. He rolled a, he rolled a two. Constitution save, please. I'm a little scared. <laughs> I'm a little scared, too. I'm almost dead. Okay, you see Torvik shudder and shake, and like his eyes flicker for a second, but then boom, he's right back. Right, what do you? So we can't do this a lot, but so we need to. You have limited time. Right. Okay. Um. So we're in the fountain area, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! There's no way it's a dragon turtle. I can't fucking do that too. I'm just gonna use an inspiration point and try and teleport him out of there. Ah! It's a little big, but no, you could try. There's no way. Oh, I couldn't. Speaking no, of it's too far uh, away. Speaking of, ins of inspiration, I am making a house rule where you can earn as much inspiration as you want. You can stack it, and because you're superheroes, and because you can do better things than most people can, you can burn multiple points of inspiration. So if you had three points of inspiration saved up, you could choose to roll three. Well, four twenties actually. So you can burn them all at once or burn one at a time, but you get to stack your inspiration. There's no, there's no reason not to. All right. Well, so I aim him towards the mouth of the canal that leads out through that way. And I say, I say to him, I communicate to him through Torbay. The mouth of the city is at the end of the canal down there. That leads to the ocean. All you have to do is get to the floodgate and you can get out. Okay, the first one strikes his shell and shatters. The second one sinks straight into the flesh of his neck. And he lets out an almighty bellow as there is a giant bolt now sticking out of the side of his neck and pressing against the shell. So every time he tries to turn his head, it just drives it deeper into his neck and he's starting to go into a frenzy. You see Torvik scream as this is happening. What do you do? Okay, try and grab it and teleport it. You've never, never tried, tried like something inside something else. This is new. So I'd like a focus roll from you, please. Also, you're gonna teleport with it, I assume, right? Focus is not a... Not focus, it's nothing. It's never yeah, it's been a, never it's never been a thing. thing. I'd like a... Uh, I feel like it was just an intelligence roll. Yeah, let's just do an intelligence roll. I'm good with that. Okay. You there. teleport, and you do teleport a little bit above it, but you're kind of like also 20 feet this way. So now you are falling. With the bolt? Yes, with the bolt. Oh, I got the bolt out. Oh yeah, absolutely. You're, you're like spiraling down there. like that. Well, I, get, I mean, I'm gonna now try to teleport back to that nape. Uh, 17. Okay, pop, pop, and you pop back onto it. He's like, where did you go? Hurry back to Torvik. <laughs> Sorry. He's like furious at this point. Well, can leave. And I point him down the canal. I say, keep going that way. He kind of lurches upwards and then dives into the water. He probably can't dive. He's going to hit the water and go along the surface. Okay. Well, I just, I'm Roll riding him. You know? Roll the strength. Eight. Dude, it's deep enough, dude, for like ships to be in there. Yes. But so this, this fucker is huge. He's, he's 60 feet tall, though. Like. He's 60 feet long. Yeah, I guess he's about 30 feet deep. Yeah, he could go just bare. The only thing is, it's just like the top. He goes about like 10, 15 feet more. He's majority under, so like the shell and everything is under just the top of his head is out. So you could like ride on the back of his head. Like, like just enough to keep the place in his neck where Torvik is outside of the water. Constitution save. Okay, so you just like, it just all of a sudden shake out of it and you are coughing and sputtering and there is pain as you feel some of these vines grow a little bit back into your flesh, but some of them are still there. There's a couple vines now that may be permanent 
woven into your beard. There's one along your eyebrow. There's a couple in well, your I hair. Mean, I wouldn't be able to tell you might not be aware of this yeah. though, right? Yeah. But what you are aware of is, is, is that everything is loud. Everything is bright and all of your, you can smell so much fish. All of your senses are just roaring at you right now. And you feel, un it, it, it almost makes you sick. It's so overwhelming. From now on, you have plus five to all of your perception rolls. As you're doing that, the dragon turtle, as he's moving, kind of looks back at you guys, and you can see his mouth open, like he's gonna go bite you. So he snapped out of it. Yes. So no uh, longer. And he's like, and, 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 and he's like on his hands and knees with like one hand over his ears, and he just seems, you don't know what's wrong with him, but he looks like he's got a huge headache. As he was doing that, I would have grabbed him to study him because we're on we're on a thing. I don't yeah. want him to fall off. Yeah. And then I look and I see it's gonna bite us. <clears throat> okay. Well. Ten's okay to get you off his back. You didn't quite make it to the shore, and you both appear in the canal about 20 feet from the edge, coughing and sputtering, just dropped right into the water, like when you first met. Four guards in with you. They, you, are, you, have, you, you have been chained down to the sides, and they are sitting on either side of you. So, but you don't know this because you have bags over your head. You have black bags over your head. So what are you, what are you doing? Uh, I am going to force the wheels off of the um, uh, carriage. You can't see them. Uh, and you, so you can't really connect with them. Well, see, I don't even know that. That's though. true. So just but, roll, a, uh, roll a wisdom. Cross, cross the roll of 20. Nope. Uh, three. Yeah, you reach and you reach. Your power's there. You know it's, it's functioning, but without being able to see it, or anything for that matter, you can't connect with anything. Uh, all right, well then I'm going to force the bag off my head. That you can probably do. So, uh, actually that's easy. You're just like, like, like you, it's been tied like with a leather knot here. And it's like, you just feel it head. push off and then up and over you. Uh, the soldiers roll initiative. Or you can see the bag and use your power to move it up. <laughs> soldiers got 12. All right, well, I got six. What is your AC? A <laughs> hundred million. Uh, if something strikes me, I can activate my shield at Correct. 15. Correct, okay. So you are maybe hit. So do you want to activate your shield? Yes. Okay, so what does that make your AC? 15. Oh, you're lucky. He's going to close punch fist you with an iron gauntlet. Crack, but wham, it just stops like a second before your face. Uh, the other guards were not going to do anything because they thought he had it handled, and now they're just like shocked. Your turn. All right. Uh, you see that there are four guards now. There's okay. two around pair and two around you. Uh, you said they were plain clothes, though? So yeah. Okay, so I don't see any sort of insignia of like mm, what Nothing, are. nothing. Even their weapons are all mismatched. Like nothing is from the same grouping. Okay, ragtag group of people. <laughs> they look, I mean, it's a, it's a, that's racist. They look like soldiers. I mean, yeah, no, despite the fact that they are all in different clothing and nothing's matched, they look and act like well-trained soldiers. Wait, actually, I'm sorry, roll perception. He had to say something. Tieflings. Oh, yeah. I just, no, I just, He's I, a celestial. I forgot, I forgot who it said these. Uh, yeah, they're all elves with their ears covered. That's mm -hmm. what they are. I Ashamed of their this. heritage. <laughs> Just trying to temporarily no, hide it. I not lying to my father. Outed. Right. Um, uh, well, then I will try to force the wheels off the carriage. Okay. Uh, roll a wisdom. Nope. 
seven. Okay, you kind of, and like the whole wagon begins to shudder, right? And two of them grab your arms, and one of them just pulls out a knife and holds it to Paris' a throat. And he's like, stop. Stop right now. I force the uh, bag back on my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ride along. Good try, though. You ride along for about 10 or 15 more minutes. Are you saying or doing anything, or just kind of I'm not saying back? a word. Okay. <laughs> You are blindfolded, so you don't know any of this. But for our listeners, you and Para are driven for about half an hour northwest toward the palace, finally stopping at a farm near the forest that stretch along the curved walls surrounding the royal gardens. The wagon pulls around the back of a huge grain silo with a shack attached to the side of it, a pair of guards seated inside with their long ears uncovered. You hear like a slide in the door, you hear a door open, you feel yourself walked into an area, and your door slam, and your bags are taken off your head. In the center of this main chamber that you've been walked into are a handful of devices. You're being kind of walked along the edge of it right, right now, all of which seem designed to contain a single individual, a pair of what appear to be operating tables with thick leather straps for the heads, arms, and legs at the head of the gathering, followed by a massive a glass tube that sits open at the top. Inside this tube is a ceramic cross with the same thick leather straps as the operating, as the operating tables. After the column of glass sits a steel vault with a massive hinged door sitting open and a series of heavy chains attached to the floor with iron anchors as thick as your arm buried deep within the stone. I'm not liking this. So you are walked through this area and you are walked into the right where there's another door and some more jail cells. And as you are, you pass a cell and inside is a woman, a girl, actually. Roll perception. Do I sense God spark activity? <laughs> uh, 19. Yeah, you know her. She's your, that's your friend. Caitlin? Yeah, it's Caitlin that you saw march away earlier. Has her, her head shaved and she's just in a dirty rag and she's chained to the floor and she's weeping. Caitlin! But I'm across from the, the girl. You're across from the girl, though. Caitlin, what are you doing here? You just like you just like hear some weeping. Caitlin, it's Zion. From Zion? Kadar. Zion. And yes. She's up and her eyes are red, and her skin is like red and flushed, and it looks like she it looks like she's been like badly sunburned, and all of her hair is shaved off, and her fingernails are bloody, and she just looks pretty bad. When did they get you? What are you here for? I don't know. They took me, they took me from home and, and they brought me into the mines. And then they kept me in the dark, except for when we touched the gems. And then there was light. And then they had us touch more gems. And then there was more light, but they kept us in the dark. Who's us? All of us. How many? There was a dozen of us. And they kept us in the dark, and we're still in the dark. Did all dozen of you make the lights, uh, make the crystals glow? Well, they would bring them to me, and I would hold them, and they'd ask me questions, and I would hold the crystals, and they would glow. Did the others make the crystals glow? The door slams open, and she kind of cuddles, like huddles to the back of her cell, and two guys, couldn't be the same guys you saw earlier, not 100% sure, walk, unlock her cell, and she just starts wailing and they unlock her from the floor i force the, the the prison door to close with them in it okay roll 
No, I don't. You push the door and like it's just like just, just, just a little bit and it's swinging shut, swinging shut, and then when the guard turns around just grabs it, doesn't really pay attention to you, but easily breaks it away from your grasp and they drag her out and into the other room. And the door slams shut. A couple minutes later, you can hear her scream. Alright, I force my door open. Alright. Twenty. Oh. <laughs> it just slams open. You bent back the bar as you've moved it out, and you run out, and Para is like right up next to you. Okay, uh, I, I open his door. One. Okay, you like, and you just can't, and you start to feel like blood seep from your eyes and nose, and you have, you just get an incredibly bad headache. And you can hear guards yelling outside, and you can hear someone coming towards you. Para, burn the bo- burn the bars. Um, burn the bar- it's metal. Melt them. Okay, he just <laughs> boom, and like, like his eyes just start to flare, and his hands get incredibly bright red, and you can see the bars beginning to red as someone is at the door and turning the lock. I force the door shut. Okay, roll. <laughs> One. Oh, oh damn it! Age of time, oh. man. You go to force the door shut. Just as you make contact with it, it flings open and it startles you, and you fall backwards and you yank it open with, with you. The guard doesn't let go of the door fast enough, and he is yanked into the room and slides about five foot, about five feet forward on his face. So he's just right. splayed out in front of you. I force him into my prison cell. Roll. <laughs> well, uh, the, the door is like. Blashed, bashed yeah, open, yeah right. it's kind of bashed open. Yeah, yeah. Um, then yeah, I so knock him against the wall. Okay. Um, uh, Eleven. Okay, you grab him and you try and lift him, but you're just not able to quite get him up. But you kind of like lift him onto his feet and land him, and, just, and he pulls a sword, but he can't quit. And you're like now grappling with him, basically. So roll strength. Sorry, not you. You roll wisdom. Wisdom. Nineteen. He pulls out his sword and goes to fight with you, and he and you fight back, and he just, boom, the sword gets shoved through his own neck, and he just looks at you for a second until his eyes go dead. I, I, I've always ever done... Um... He rolled a one. You didn't mean to, it was an accident, but he rolled a one, and he is most likely, well, or dying, he's bleeding out. All right, well, I reach over to him and reach him over to Para. Para, fix this. Okay, and Para is like, is, is, <laughs> fix is, is, this. basically one hand has already melted through the bar and he lets go with the other and touches them and you hear an almighty scream as the guard yells and he burns the area around the guy's neck until the guy's fine. Disarm him. Well, he's out cold. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, disarm him. you hear shouting outside. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, uh, I take his sword anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, now through two bars. Right, all right. Uh, then we're gonna go out there and confront what we have to confront. Okay, know? so Para's through. So as Para gets through, three more guards come in through the front, and they've all got their swords pulled and they're moving towards you. So let's go into initiative. Yeah. Twenty. Jesus, not for that. I know. Yeah, it really. sucks. Roll to attack. Two. <laughs> Two. Roll to smell flowers. Twenty. You smell shit out of this flower. Right. Oh, you nailed those draw. But those have been also very helpful. Yeah, but also killed. It's not quite prone to fire revolt.
It's under the great silo. But I don't know that. Like a medieval Bond villain? Basically, yeah. <laughs> just like a medieval Bond villain. That's perfect, actually. Well, it's in the last place. He's pissed off. Look. He's pissed off to two gods, so. He sure has. Get ready. Oh, God lings it anyway. Yeah, well, <laughs> when I'm angry. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, roll for Para. Oh, Para gets a. Para gets a nine. Guards get a nine. So, actually, I'm sorry. Guards get a ten. Pardon me. Uh, you're the dramatic one with the cape, and Para is the butcher killer. Okay. No, that is far more badass than Para could ever hope to be. I am going to magic missile all three of them. So boom, boom, boom. individually. Yeah. Okay. So those automatically hit. Right. Your hands just kind of form to the side of you. All three arrows up here. You let them go in each direction. You zip down the hallway and bam, bam. First one takes two. Right. Second one takes two. Oh, wait, wait, plus one. Right. Uh, So three. Three and three and five. Okay, so two of them are like struck in the shoulder and go, ah, and the other one is struck dead in the chest and kind of falls down to one knee, but they're not down. They're hurt, but not down. scream, stand down. And they look, okay, hang on, actually. Mortal. All right. They're a little tougher and a little better trained than that. Okay. Um, uh, Then guards. Okay, they charge forward. So they are striking at you with the, they pulled their swords, but they're using the flats of their blades. They're not trying to kill you. Well, One's awfully nice of my torturers. <laughs> Two of them swing. For, they got orders. Two of them swing for you. First one is a nine. Okay, so you just you just kind of duck out of it. You you have a little bit of your martial arts training that kicks in. Yeah. The second one is a fourteen. Uh, if I choose to use shield, but then I'll be down to one spell. So, uh, but yeah, I'm gonna use my shield. All right. So he swings for you for you, and just before it hits the side of your face, boom, and it bounces right off. Para is just okay. So. Flame hits them in their face. Their hair catches on fire. One guy's helmet catches on fire. They're screaming and running around and kind of engulfed, basically, in fire. What do you do? Kill them, Vera. Look, <laughs> if you can. Well, no, no. We're just going to run through them. Uh, I'll, uh, if I had a blanket, I would throw it at them. But... Yep. <laughs> okay. So. All right. So you guys run into the next room, and there's one more guard left. So there's the medical equipment. There's the box. And there's the two beds. She is strapped down to this one. There's a guard here, and there's a man here that you haven't seen before. Where's the door? The door is directly behind them, so it's going to be, well, not behind them, but it's going to be here. That's the one you assume goes out because there aren't any other visible doors. I would have presumably been led here, so I could have, Mm -hmm. like, known where I walked down. Yeah, you definitely came down a staircase, and you went through a door, so you imagine that's the door. Right. Initiative. Soldier gets seven. Okay. Uh... 19. 19. That will do it. All right. And Para. And Para gets a 8. So you and then Para first. Excellent. That's the way I like it. See, they didn't expect us to have been like going around all these places and gaining powers. So. Apparently not. Because <laughs> this is... Or they acted too quickly and too brashly mm-hmm. when they found out that uh, you were going to be taken some, somewhere, which is not what they expected. Mind control them to kill each other. Wow. I'm going to use force to attempt to um, knock that guy across the room into the other guy. 18. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, Roll to hit. What do I do? So just roll a 20-sider and add your dex to it. 
Okay, 16 plus... That will do it. You pick up the one guard and just hurl him into the other guy who looks stunned, and wham, they both get slammed against the wall. The one guy's knocked out cold. The guard is, like, in disentangling himself from the other guy and trying to get back up. Para, um, just actually, he just runs forward. He grabs, like, a big, heavy thing, whatever he can, and just goes to smack the guy in the back of the head while he's prone. Nice. Soldier's out, cold. Okay, grab Caitlin. Okay, you just start <laughs> yeah, untying un- her. her. All right, yeah. It takes about 20, 30 seconds. You can hear some yelling outside. Outside? Outside. Uh, uh, outside and upstairs. Well, then uh, we, we run to the door. Uh, I, I have Para carry her if she can't. Can't you, can you walk? No, she, no, she can't. So, so Para, yeah, Para is strong enough. He, he okay, can I grab a, 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 a torture implement and I, uh, <laughs> and I, uh, is the door locked or? No, that door is locked, yes. Okay, um, i try to force it open. Okay. Um, 12. That's enough, yeah. You, you, you just push, you boom, and you can feel it bending each time, and wham, you throw the door wide open, two guards running down the hallway towards you. Initiative. Okay. What'd you get? Low initiative. One. Oh, parallel to 19. He puts her down for a second and just... Throws fire into the hallway. There's nowhere for them to run. And they are engulfed in fire and yelling. Do you want to run past them? I don't want to burn myself. So Just two dudes on fire. Plus you can just shove them to the side, I guess, as you run past them. Okay, well, I, I'm going to run past them and shove them down the stairs. Para grabs the girl again. That's not particularly <laughs> hard because they're just there. So you literally just like, whoom, as you run past the guards. They tumble down the stairs and you guys burst out into the opening. There is uh, a grain silo behind you. There is a, I guess there was a guard station here because there's like a, a little kind of inner chamber. And when the door opened behind you, if you look on the outside of it, it looks like it was like, like it would just close flush with it, like almost hidden, right? You run out of that and there are a couple of horses tied to a fence post near you. Okay, uh, I, uh, I shut the door and then try to crush the lock. Okay, roll for. Well, there is no lock. It's oh. just flat, mm-hmm. at least from what you can see. Okay. Well, then I just shut the door. Whatever. Let them right. go with it. I, and I hop on a horse. Come on, Perry. Get the other horse. Okay. And, uh, put Caitlin on it. Perry's Perry's good with the horse. He kind of like throws. He like puts Caitlin on it. He gets on up on it. He pulls her hand around, and you guys ride away. For me, <laughs> that's right. No torture for me. Yeah, so you guys got burned to death well, I feel burned. less bad about that because of, they were about to torture me and my friends, and mm-hmm. like, yeah, but that. you felt really bad about the guy with the sword to his throat. Yeah, well, much less agonizing death. Yeah. Well, they could possibly live, they'll just be scarred, but they'll you know. just be scarred, and you can heal them later, mm-hmm. right? That's right. <laughs> Plus, the you know, purifying waters of a that's what I say to go to sleep at night, that's right. Now she has led you back, <laughs> basically back through a network of tunnels. There's a bunch of tunnels apparently underneath the palace. You've never seen these. But she runs you for a while. You duck around a, a couple of corners and you come up in the royal stables. This There's only like one stable of boy and his jaw just dropped and the queen pointed at him and he nodded and she pointed at two horses. Okay, saddle them both. I want to 
have the second horse along that we lead in case we need it. But I would like to ride with her. Done. Once we are on the horse, we need you to support me. And I can see if I can figure out where it is we need to go. So you're going to use the Eye of Saw. So I'm going to grab both the Seeker Stone that I have and the Eye of Saw that I have. So you're trying to use your abilities to find the others, basically. Yeah, but like if I can feel like a familiar like thought pattern. And I think at this point, like I'm sure those idiots are have something to do with the Dragon Journal. <laughs> Good um, assumption. Valid. But there's probably less I can do about that than there is about whatever plot my father has afoot. Perfect. I mean, I don't know that he, they've been let away, but he like threw them in and took them down to the council. So holding both of those, and then I, if I start pointing or gesturing, just please take, listen as well as you know, you're just understanding. So she reaches around and grabs one of your arms. So she's got a firm grip on yeah, your arm. Yeah, so I've got both of these, one in one hand and like one in the other. And I say to her, like, if I drop these, if anything happens, we have to collect, like, these can't go anywhere. Done. Um, Wisdom save. Oh, that's not going to do it. That's nine. Okay. You fall immediately into this world. Your hands are clutched around the gems, but you just, boom, enter it right away. Who are you thinking of first? Zion. All right. You Actually, no. Para, because I bet I can sense his fire rage more. All right. <laughs> As you guys are riding out. And we are riding, by the way, directly to uh, the, the council chamber to turn ourselves in. Okay. So basically, you know, right where the dragon turtle is. You're running right towards the center of Shawnee. Sure. Okay, you see Para kind of reel for a second and almost fall forward off his horse. Are you okay? But he steadies himself. He's able to. He, he kind of calls it. He's like, I can. And then his eyes just flash that kind of cloud, bright energy you've seen in the astral plane over and over. You have a direct connection with him. You can feel yourself on his horse. It's distracting for a second because you're on one of your own, but you recognize that it's not your horse. It's his horse and you can feel his frustration and his anger and his pain and then you can just feel fire. You can feel this warm burning embrace wrapping all around you and it feels lovely. What do you and you know exactly where he is. You see them on you do um, see him on horseback, you see Zion next to him, you see him kind of turn around and look behind him and there's a young girl, maybe 14, 15 years old, head shaved, badly beaten on a horse with them, and they are riding to what looks like the center of the city. So, I can feel Para. Can I communicate with him at all? Try. What do you want to, what do you want to say? Um, to come to the palace. You're trying to give a real strong impression of coming to the palace. So you send that forward, and Para's eyes flash back to normal, and he reaches over and he's like, we have to go to the palace. <clears throat> what happened to you? Phryne wants us to come to the palace. Trust me. And he starts guiding you towards that one. All right. <laughs> and you can, everyone can see the palace. It's raised up on a hill. So right, from any right. point in on in Ani, it'd be a clear path to it, whether you knew the city or not. You flutter out of it. You kind of come conscious. Again, you're holding the rocks. I'm going to need a con save from you in a second. But you feel a fluttering thought just ping to Doro, and for a second before you disconnected the line, there was a bridge between you and Doro. You come awake, you're on the back of a horse, I need a deck save to stay upright, which you get, uh, which you, me yeah, so you get to roll it with uh, advantage. advantage. So, so roll two 20-siders and pick the highest. 
10. Yeah, that's fine to stay upright in a um, saddle while you're being held. And then a uh, constitution save to hold on to the gems and get them back inside a bag. Five. Okay, so you drop one and, and you like stop, stop, and, you get, and she stops and she hops off, puts a glove on, grabs it and hands it to you. Plop, and then, boom, she's back up on that on, on that horse in a single bound, and you guys are off again. She right. barely even stopped moving. You got pegged. So as, just as you guys were climbing out of the inner harbor, you're coughing, sputtering, soaking wet, you guys right. crawl up onto the edge of it, and all of a sudden, <laughs> boom, you have a ping from Friday. You just feel her connected to you. Very similar to when she sent you to Brannock before, before, when that bridge opened up between you and Brannock, and as you think about it, you can feel. It's is slightly annoyed with you. <laughs> yes, yes, you can definitely feel. What did you, you definitely do? feel like all of her, like you know, right directed towards you. Like, oh, you see but, me squint and look off in the distance and say, "What? What is it?" And I say, what? "She's angry again." <laughs> no. Oh, However, the second time you felt that path, there was something underneath it. There was a connection that was made by her, but that also pinpointed where she was. And you were able to feel where that was, and you can still feel where that is. There's something about the road in front of you that seems to guide you there. Well, that's irrelevant, because that... The dragon turtle <laughs> is continuing. He has gone a good half a mile down the harbor right now. There are boats that have pulled over. There are guards shouting, but no one else seems to be directly attacking at this point. They seem to be just giving it a wide berth after it wrecked that other ship. So it's doing what you told it. Nice. But we nice should, someone does. Do you, do you want to follow it out? We, we should probably we make probably sure. probably should. Yeah, I mean, probably. It's, it's not going right. to... If these idiots start shooting it again, I've already told right. them to kill them. Well, it's Good outpacing point. you pretty heavily, so what are you going to do? Oh, we're do? not on the turtle, that's right. Yeah, no, oh, you, are, right. You, you, you guys fell off the turtle, swam to the edge, you're at the edge of the canal. It's about a quarter oh. mile away from you right now, half mile then, away. Bye, turtle. Kind of, yeah. It's really we wave to the really giant uh, moving island. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> go by and sit for a minute and go, Oikers! Oikers! Just start screaming Oinkers' name. Squeak, 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 squeak. And Oinkers comes like out from like a set of boxes that was maybe 20 feet that way. He just happened to be exactly there and he comes that running out. Where did you go? Oink, oink, oink. Yeah, right? It's not, it's not, it's not. All right, let's go. All right, where do you want to go, buddy? I really want to know what's in those barrels. Well, one of them's broken open now in, in, in the I go in to investigate it. There is some sort of like really pungent liquid. It's thin. It's, 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 it's either very viscous or not very viscous, whichever one. Viscous is thick. So it's not very viscous, and it uh, smells incredibly strong, like a turpentine. What does it taste like? like a little well, I mean, is it, does it, would I recognize it as a, like an alcoholic drink? Uh, well, actually, roll intelligence. 17, 18, 19. No, no, this, this looks like much more like something you would or just use. just 17, sorry. This, this looks like much more like a liquid that dwarves use to you know, remove rust from metal, but this is not it. It's, it's got a darker amber color to it, and you're not quite sure, but it's definitely not right, alcohol. Right, no, it's poisonous? Uh, you know it's definitely not alcohol. Okay. Yeah. And, and you definitely should not drink the stuff you take <laughs> rust off with, so you know those two uh, things. I mean, you can make some what? gut rot. Yeah. Dwarven culture, who's to say? <laughs> um, Try everything twice. Uh, that is, it kind of smells like and looks like the shit that we use to take the rust off of certain metals. And if it is that, it's pretty explosive. We could probably blow a lot of shit up with this. Well, it can be used as an explosive. It might not necessarily be its primary function, 
but it certainly is explosive. Mm. We need to probably lay low for a little bit and not <laughs> blow anything up. As the voice of reason for the first time ever, we're, we're, we've fucked a lot of shit up. We need to go home. Perception. Okay. 11. Oh, Six. no, it's 16, because I have... Okay, so you... I have my... 16? Plus, oh, see, because you... Five. So... As he's going like, okay, and like, so, you know, trying to <laughs> tell you that he's going to do the right thing and no, he's not, you kind of just hear, like, there's a weird focusing of your hearing and you hear footsteps on wood and your eyes turn and you see a couple of Baron LaFleur's men running towards you. Hey! Get away from those! Immediately draw the hammer and the shield. If I've recognized them as, as Baron LaFleur's, I'm assuming they're coming. What's they say? Hey! You know, they're like hey. they're like shit. No, they're not tiny head drives. They're yelling, and as they're yelling, they're drawing the attention of the rest of the dozen men and Baron Lafleur himself, who's on deck and kind of looking out over that second ship. Get them! <laughs> uh, okay. Like I said, draw the hammer, beat the, the shield, and say, "Come and get me, boys." Okay, there's about a dozen of them. All right, so this is going to be the dwarf, and this flamey cape guy is going to be Doro. And there are soldiers charging. Remember when we used to have uh, people for our characters? I don't know where they are. I know they're somewhere. Well, there was your distraction. <laughs> I should get you guys together before we end. Or as close together as I can. This has been two whole games now where none of you have been with each other. Yeah, two no. entire games where you've been separated. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to pull you guys back together at the end of this. Especially now because basically, you know, Friday literally has the keys to the city. Mm-hmm. And he Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I figured it was the safest bet. So. You backed the right horse. Don't care how you get there. <laughs> 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 as long as you do. Yeah, sorry about the Civil War and all. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, I can confirm that I really did see the guy king on the astral plane and he needs to rest. Yo, yeah, you were right. I know, you were you right. You were right. And I was wrong. Yep. So maybe we need to kill this God King because now we're... Wait, who kill who? The God King, because now our power's in trouble. I mean, what? I wouldn't really because my character's good. Wow! <laughs> I wouldn't really because my character's good. You went from zero to Game of Thrones in like five <laughs> seconds. That's how wizards usually are in, in D&D, though. It's true. It's like it's base, true. base, base, base. Well, see, now I'm getting a like, taste of my power. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, I wouldn't uh, do that. I wouldn't no, do that. Para, Besides, skills Para would be your heart. <laughs> he every time you strayed, he'd be like, Poseidon. But if, like, if he gets right. killed, though. Yeah. Oh, if Para gets killed, yeah. all bets are off. And he goes full off. on Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is go kill whoever the god of life is, and right. maybe you could have Para back. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all for the greater good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Initiative. I'm going to give you guys a bonus action because you clearly saw them coming. Soldiers rolled a 19. But you both get to act before the soldiers get there. Free action. Well, I can't do anything, really. You're just going to ready yourself? Um, yeah, I'm going to ready action. And you I'm can choose to, um, the second that someone closes within range to hit them, you can choose to hold your action. Uh, can we pick spells that we yes. have access to? Yes, absolutely at this point. What I want to do is I'm trying to concentrate on not divine smite. I don't want to, I want to intimidate these guys. Okay. So what I want to do is thunderous smite. Okay. Which is the first time you hit with a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration. Your weapon rings out with thunder that is audible within 300 feet of you. That should do and it. The attack deals two extra thunder damage to target, blah, blah, blah. And I just want to hit the first guy that comes up 
just to try to intimidate Perfect. and scare away these guys who are obviously just paid. So you're going to hold your action to smack the first one that comes within range and, and do with, the, the, with yeah. the Thunder Smite. Yeah. Perfect. What are you doing? I'm tired of not fighting, so I'm ready to f take these guys on. Uh, no, one dagger. You only have one dagger? No, he got another one. You got your stuff uh, back. His name handed it to you. Yeah. Uh, Brannock did. Yeah, oh. he, he had all of your things. You have your mastercraft. Oh. No, Brannock was back during Turtle Bay. That's when he got handed a dagger. But he grabbed your whole sack of, oh. of things. Let's assume you have all of your stuff back. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Laurel, you ready? Get behind me, buddy. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're, so you're also going to pull your daggers, hold yeah. your action, I assume? Until yeah. They, yeah. Until they, yeah. They, well, we they messed up the though, you got a 13, right? Yes. Well, that so was you're bonus. before. Mm -hmm. That bonus. Right, right. So, five. So one of the moves within range, and you swing first. 13. That will do it. They're just wearing leather. You have hit him. There is a thunderous crack. Do a strength saving throw for that guy, too. Strength saving throw. He failed because he rolled a three. All right, so he's pushed 10 feet away from me and knocked. All right, so you just kind of like side swing, wham, and you just knock him straight into the water. A good 10 feet off that dock, flying, whoa. Sploosh. Everyone's ears are ringing now. Okay. They all start to be like, like, they go, whoa, whoa. And they're all like backing off and they're kind of looking at each other and they're not knowing what to do. And Baron LaFleur is just seething on the edge of the thing. And he's like, get them! It's right, time for a now. large string of bad decisions. Doro, your turn. What do you mean now is the time? Oh, no. It's when I hear Baron LaFleur say, Get them! Yeah. <laughs> I hear him and snap to him and jump on Torvik's shoulders and go, LaFleur! Like that. Yeah. And I teleport to the ship. Oh, oh my god, shit. perfect, 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 perfect. <laughs> oh, seven. Okay, uh, roll me a dexterity save. Fifteen. Okay. The drafting appears a few feet short of the boat, and you will both are able to grab and hang on to the there's there's like a net going off the edge of it. You're able to grab and hang off to the net. You're about five feet down from the edge as Baron LaFleur comes over the railing with a spear. All right, roll for LaFleur. LaFleur has a 17. Okay. To me, men, to me. Because <laughs> they're off the boat. All of his men are now off the boat and at least three rounds away from getting back on the boat. <laughs> That's a good move. That's all right. He's helping us climb with this spear. Get off that you have like I can see him like waving it over the ship while I'm like hanging on. <laughs> so there's no way to get up this rope without moving into his You can climb sideways, but eventually you're gonna climb into it. I mean, you're within his threatened range, you're five feet away from the edge. So you have to climb down to get out of his threatened range. But that takes me away from the ship. And right. That's where we were. Climb up uh, toward him. Um, that will invoke an attack of opportunity. So does a 15 hit you? Uh, no. Then he just barely glances off the inside of your of of your armor, wicks past your face, but does not cut you. All right, so am I up now? Uh, roll of strength. Uh, 17, 18. Minutes. Yeah, you're definitely up on, on on the deck now, and he's kind of all right. Mm, soldiers, mm, soldiers to me. Okay. Um. So. Is that my complete action? Or that would be your action because you're climbing. Yeah. So I can't do anything else? Not at this point, no. Wait, no, no, because climbing is a move action, right? Yes, you can act. Okay. Yeah. Compel duel. You attempt to compel a creature into a duel. Okay. A creature that you can see within range must make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. If you failed save, the creature is drawn to you, compelled by your divine demand. 
the duration it has disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures other than you and must make a wisdom saving throw each time it attempts to move to a space that is more than 30 feet away from you. So I'll say a DC equals 8 plus your proficiency bonus plus your charisma. Okay. So 8 plus 2 plus... Charisma is 2. Okay, so 8, so 8 plus 4. So 12. It's a DC of 12. Roll a 13. He rolled a 13. But he's angry, and his attention is very well focused on you. So, he's, I mean, you've got his attention regardless. Right, soldiers. Uh, soldiers are running back towards the boat. Then in two more rounds, they'll be going up the gang plank. Okay. Dora. Uh, it's LaFleur's turn. Oh, LaFleur's turn. All right. So um, I, I, my pal Dora's just hit me. Yeah. Come and get me, LaFleur. Let's end this now. LaFleur <laughs> is uh, outnumbered and a little bit of a coward. So LaFleur just turns and runs. <laughs> LaFleur turns around and runs, and he's running towards the uh, gang plank at full yeah. speed. I really wish that. Pretty wise. That would have one. He missed it by one. Uh, I teleport onto the ship. Okay, where are you teleporting onto the ship? Oh, you can't see. You you can't see the top of the ship. Move into the edge, so I have to climb. Baron Lafleur is broken away and is running away from Torvik. He's got to be about sixty feet away from you. I'll dash after him. Okay, so you're gonna and dashing takes you twenty-five feet. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you are thirty-five feet away from him. Who's next? All right, uh, Torvik. So I I just I'm gonna throw my. Come on. Uh, shit, 12. Oh, it's not going to hit him, sad, sadly. <laughs> so it's just like, just, you see him duck at the last second, it just zing, goes over his head, and your axe clatters onto the duck. Who's I, up? I wanted to move. Uh, so I run oh, yeah, and then walk. you would run 25 feet yeah, forward. Perfect. So you run up to where he is. Soldiers. Soldiers. Soldiers are running, and they are now at the dock at the foot of the gangplank going up. The floor. The floor, it, he just runs down and runs past them. So he has now run, and run down onto the dock and is behind them. He's not running far from them, though, because he recognizes the, the, the threat of Doro now. So he's basically just like behind them as his men are advancing up the gang up plank. As well he should. Doro! Mm -hmm. Like, that's going to help. Right. So <laughs> he went to the length towards the gang so plank. There's like went down six the guys plank, going up the gang plank. He's in the, the center. Wait, wait, oh, he's on. still on the he's, he's on the gang plank? The, he's in the center moving with them, and there's four behind him. And so there's ten total. So I want to get close enough to do my telegrab thing, where I teleport and then grapple. Because I'm trying to grapple Bear on the floor. You're going to teleport onto him in the midst of all of his men. Mm -hmm. I want a dexterity save. 23. Okay, you pop perfectly onto his a shoulder, so you got like a, your legs around his... His um, neck, and you're like on him like a kid would ride his uncle, right? Oh, you, you know what I really want to do? Yeah. Now that I'm here? Yeah. Remember the elf? You want to just pull out your... Just do the same thing. Okay, so with a 23, fine. Boom, you got a blade right to his a throat. And I and whisper, hello again, Henry. Bring me to your supply. Okay, then they start pulling up the plank. His crew begins to hastily cut away the ropes that are tying you to the harbor, raising the cargo ramp and setting off into the canal. You and Lafleur are now in the middle of the ship with his crew all around you, and out of the corner of your eye you see three crimson-robed men step onto the deck from a staircase in the rear. All three stand beardless with shaved heads and throw out their arms to reveal hands painted bright gold as they march towards you. As their hands grasp at the air in front of them, you feel a familiar force seize at your muscles and bones.
thank you all for joining us for another episode of God's Fall. Next week, we're going to be back with our mailbag episode. So again, if you guys have any questions, go to godsfall.com, go to our new message board, or send us an email at godsfalldc.com. We would love to answer anything you guys want to know about our game. So again, thank you all very much for joining us here at God's Fall, and we will see you again next week. <laughs>